Now, when we're half dead and want to be fully alive, we need a love that crosses a line. Hi, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page, and thanks for listening in to another one of my podcasts. And they're simply um, reading my blog posts from each week, and I put them out of the podcast, because I know some people like to listen rather than read. I know I listen to lots of podcasts. So thanks for listening. Um, this topic, a love that crosses the line. He was half dead. Uh, she had been stripped naked. They had worked him over, taking enjoyment from the assault. I leaned down over her nakedness and heard a whisper, Help me. I saw beauty under her bruises. I saw his potential slipping away. I saw it all, felt it all. I had crossed a line and I was in their world now. Others walked, walked up, noticed and avoided. I held her close hoping something of my life would breathe into her. He draped his arms over me, fingers clasping for connection. I didn't have much to offer, but all that I had I gave. Stop walking by, I screamed at all the self-righteous with their self-protective rules. They would look me, look at me with millisecond attention, focus elsewhere, then quicken their pace. The thugs who had assaulted this naked soul were probably still around. Perhaps I would be the next victim. Love crosses a line. The relationship between the very first woman and the very first man must have been incredible. Sure, there was uh, a line around their unique identity that this was a man and that this was a woman. They were different, but also complementary. There was a deep desire to outdo the other in the expression of love. So it flowed. It actually overflowed. One into the other and back again. No hint of selfishness or holding back. No walls or hiddenness. The line was there. They knew that they were different from each other. But there was such an openness to both give and receive. You know, and out, I'm going to try and outdo the love that you gave to me. <laughs> love crossed the line when where they didn't even know a line existed. Um, but now we have walls built on top of our lines, fences, barricades, and even razor wire in some cases. A little hurt here and there, and we build a wall. The wall becomes thicker and higher with repeated experiences. The, I will never let my heart be hurt again, sentence becomes a mantra, most likely learned as a little child. Repeated over and over again, it becomes an anthem. Repeated experiences of abuse, both small and large, help validate our wall-building program. We are secure within inside our walled city, isolated but safe, alone but in control, strong but actually fragile. But we need community. Someone to leave their travel plans and venture into the ditch where we are half dead. Someone who wants to see us become fully alive. Can we be vulnerable? to some line crossing. C.S. Lewis said that to love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything with your heart and you love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully around with 
hobbies and little luxuries, avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, earless, it will train, change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. C.S. Lewis. Powerful quote that. Gosh, just think about that. Jesus tells a parable of what vulnerable looks, vulnerable love looks like. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Half dead. They crossed the line, okay? <laughs> they crossed the line. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Didn't cross the line. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to that place and saw him, passed by on the other side. Didn't cross the line. But a Samaritan, while travelling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever you spend. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The lawyer said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. This agape love that was demonstrated by the Samaritan leaps across mountains, bounds over hills, and runs through bands of robbers and thieves to jump and jumps over walls built high. <laughs> and they've got passages to you know express that in the blog post. Look, it's absolutely absurd absurd to the rationalist and rule bound what the Samaritan did. It's real, costly, and puts the lover at risk. It kisses the leper and breathes life into the corpses. The legalists, the accountants, Pharisees, the scribes will definitely look down upon that sort of love. They will critique the gifts poured out as much as they did the woman who kissed and poured perfume over the feet of Jesus. To cross a line is to take a risk. And to show us love, God crossed a line. God came to us in the form of someone who, like ourselves, Jesus, and we killed him on a cross. Christianity is the only religion in the world where God dies. <laughs> Love died and rose again. And now we are called to take a risk and cross a line. It doesn't have to be large. It could be giving someone a glass of water or some clothes. On the other hand, it might be visiting someone imprisoned by illness, poverty or crime. Crossing the line... Moving beyond self to enter another self always, always, always carries an element of risk. What would, would you do it for me? You see, do it, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. Such a powerful teaching, this one. Crossing the line. Crossing the line. People will look down and judge you for crossing the line. You may lose so much. But Jesus calls us to cross lines. Here's some quotes. Our charity must be real and costly love, with deep feelings for the sins in spite of which we love the sinner. 
No mere tolerance or indulgence which parodies love as flippancy parodies, parodies merriment. Next to the blessed sacrament itself, your neighbour <coughs> is the holiest object presented to your senses. <coughs> For in him also Christ, fere latitate, which is Latin, the glory, the glorifier and the glorified. Glory himself is truly hidden, C.S. Lewis. If I speak with human eloquence, eloquence and angelic ecstasy but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. <laughs> if I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. <clears throat> if I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've got nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. 1 Corinthians 13 When we honestly ask ourselves to which person in our lives means the most to us, we often find that it is those who instead of giving advice, solutions or cure, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand. <clears throat> Research teaches us that the capacity to reach out to others for help in dealing with fear and pain is the best single remedy for emotional injury. Whether the person is struggling with the effects of combat, rape or childhood injury, the best predictor of trauma resolution is good social support. Terence Real Friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, What? You too. I thought I was the only one. C.S. Lewis. And the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. Eli Weasel. Where there is great love, there is always miracles. Wyla Kaffer. Human life must be more about must be about more than building boundaries, protecting identities, and teaching impulse control. Questions. What do you think of the sentence, Christianity is the only religion in the world where God dies? What do you think of that? Two, who would you cross a line for? Three, who has crossed a line for you? And please don't say Jesus. Okay. Of course he has. Who else? Who has crossed a line for you and entered into your distress? It's a powerful teaching, this one, that I, I just shared. And uh, if you've got any comments or questions about crossing lines, the love that crosses lines, please email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz. And just a big thank you to those people who regularly drop a couple of bucks in my offering plate. <laughs> um, you can find out how to do that by going to the show notes underneath. Hey, thanks very much, everyone. And... Um, Look for places where you can cross the line to share love.